welcome back to the podcast, the Catastic Podcast for kids. So today we will be talking about the responsibilities of owning a cat. You may know that some people own a cat, but the problem is, how can you own a cat without knowing how to treat it? What if you treat it wrong? What if you're feeding it the wrong thing? What if it gets sick? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if that's why you need to know the responsibilities and how to look after a cat. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. What you need to know before getting a cat. This is the responsibilities of owning a cat part one. So if you're looking forward to owning a cat or if you are trying to persuade your parents to own, to get you a cat, look forward to part two because part two is going to be about what to do when you get the cat. Part one is before you get the cat. And part three is going to be persuading your parents to let you have a cat. Now, before you need to, before you bring your new cat home, you may be excited, you may be really excited, but you need to know that you do need to do some stuff before you bring your cat home so that the cat can have a happy life with you. First of all, you need to create a shopping list for your cat. What do you need to buy your cat? You need to buy which kind of pet food you need to buy your cat. What kind of um, things you buy your cat? Are you going to buy your cat toys? Are you going to buy your cat um, whatever you're going to buy your cat? Create a shopping list. Once you've created the shopping list, you're going to go to the supermarket or wherever you get your stuff and make sure to have all that stuff ready before you get your cat. Because when you first bring your cat home, it is not a good idea to leave him by himself your house sorry for that noise and hopefully he will like everything you buy remember you need to know what stuff to buy now when you get a first cat i recommend it depends on the cat that you're getting if you're getting a kitten you want to go to the pet store or wherever you get your pet food and find the kitten the special food for kittens don't buy the food that's for adults if it says adult cats or one plus years if they're a kitten don't buy the adult food buy the kitten food it's it's a special mixture that helps them and if you use the adult one it could make them sick so you don't want that to happen now after you make your shopping list and after you buy everything make sure that everyone in your family is ready for the responsibility of the cat if you're the only one ready and your parents your family they aren't ready for it but you just like your grand like you contact your grandparents for example and you tell them that your parents are ready but then you buy but then your parents aren't ready and maybe your parents don't even like cats you need to make sure that everyone in the family actually wants a cat because some responsibilities and cat related duties they're going to be assigned to certain family members so if they don't want to do if they don't like cats do you really think they're going to do it and don't if you're don't give your younger brother or sister if they are under the age of around six or seven the um the job of feeding a cat because if you give them the job of feeding a cat they can feed the cat the wrong food they can feed the cat human food they can feed the cat things that will make the cat really sick and that's not going to be good for your cat or you 
The next thing you want to do is you want to make a good cat match. Before you go off to the pet store, run around and say, I've done everything. I've created a shopping list. Everyone wants a cat. I'm just going to go and run, cat now. run and buy a cat now. You need to make sure that you have a good cat match. You want to be, don't be rushed when you're choosing the cat. You may get it in over your head. For example, if you adopt a fearful cat, he'll, he'll require a lot of education. He'll require a lot of time to get used to his family due to the history. And you may have family members at home who want a lap cat. This is why you need to make sure that all your family members want the same cat. So let's say I am excited to get a cat and I asked my parents, do you guys want a cat? How are you going to, are we going to get a cat? And they said, yes, we really wanted a cat. You can get a cat for us. And then you go with your, and then, I, and then you say, okay, I'll get a surprise cat. And then the thing is with doing that, and then for example, you just go with a supervisor and get the prize cat. The thing with that, you, you being young, will not know when a cat is fearful and when a cat is a lap cat until you get home. Because all cats will be scared at first. But one cat may be more scared than the other because due to his history. But you can't really tell until you get it home. So you want to make sure that your parents are there with you and that they know which cat you're getting. So never get your parents a surprise cat because they may want a lap cat. And if you get a fearful cat, it's they're going to be disappointed and it's going to be harder for the cat. So you really want to make sure that the cat is the right cat for your family and that it's not, um, what do you call it? It's not that they have to, um, sorry. It's not that they have to keep being disappointed and they don't have to anyway. Now, toy preferences. Next thing. Like I said at the start, cats love toys. I didn't say that. But what I did say is that we should buy toys for our cats. So when you're on the shopping list, be careful to add toys. Be cautious. You don't want to add the wrong toys. Otherwise, it can go away. Cats are specific, very specific. And plus, you don't want to buy no toys because playtime is definitely a very important part of your cat's life. No matter how old your cat is, they'll definitely benefit from having frequent opportunities to stalk, maybe even chase or pounce and capture a toy. If your cat is outdoors, a cat will typically engage in around 20, 12 to 20 hunting attempts. This doesn't mean she'd successfully capture 20 mice, but she'd give it a good try. Even an indoor cat who has never ventured outside will greatly benefit from regular playtime. And by the way, your cat is an individual. Every cat, every single cat is an individual. So you may have to experiment a bit when it comes to toy preference. The types of toys that your cat in, has enjoyed in her youth, for example, may not be as appealing if she's now less mobile and has stiff joints. Some cats though, no matter their age, can have really good toy preferences and the others don't care at all. As long as their toy is in motion and they have the others to play with and they have the chance to hunt.
because there are a lot of cat toy. You need to respect your cat's toy preferences. There are a lot of cat toys to choose from in the categories of both solo plays toys and interactive toy. When shopping, don't forget to keep your cat's size and athletic ability, not taking out their personality and texture preferences too. Keep that in mind. A small, timid cat if you're getting one. It may not want to play with a large kitty kick bag toy because it may resemble more of an opponent than prey. Your cat may have a texture preference and it might prefer a soft toy so she can sink her teeth into over a hard so she can sink her teeth into over a hard plastic toy. Another thing is if you have stuffed toys in the house, even if you're growing older and you but you're getting a cat. Don't give them away. Don't throw them. And the reason for this is because your cats love stuffed toys. Like I said in the first episode of this podcast, they love to need cats. And they need stuffed toys. So if you have stuffed toys, don't put that away. Let your cats need them. The cats will need your cat will need them very nicely, slowly, and it'll relax the cat and it'll really help the cat get used to you and your family. How is your cat's water. Does your cat want to drink the water that you give him? Now, even though cats like don't like water, water is obviously important to the health of your cat and how you present it and serve it can be a big influence on whether he drinks it or rejects it. So you want to make sure that your um, cat's water is fresh. Definitely, it has to be fresh. You need to refill the bowl with fresh water on about a daily basis because cats are very sensitive to taste and if the water stands too long, it will start to taste spoiled and stale. Food also taste sorry, food also dirt particles can accumulate. Food and dirt particles can accumulate in the water, which can affect taste and also create opportunities for bacteria to build up. If your cat dips his paw in the water, she's also contributing to the build-up of bacteria because that paw contains dirt. When your cat goes outside, when your cat walks in the house, it gets dirt on the paw, dust and debris from having been in the litter box. The dust and debris comes from the litter box, but the paw, sorry, but the dirt will come from anywhere, not only the litter box. Now, you also need a clean bowl. Don't just randomly take a bowl. Don't think just because it's a cat, you can use any of your used bowls. That is not right. You don't just refill the water each day without without washing the bowl itself. When you refill the water, you want to pour the water out. Give the bowl a nice wash because hair, dirt, saliva and food can stick to the sides. You want to wash the bowl with mild dish soap and then thoroughly rinse all traces of soap from the bowl before refilling it with nice fresh water. If there are still some traces of dish soap, this can burn the cat's tongue and also will give the water a very unpleasant taste. You want to make sure there is no sign of dish soap. Warning. Do not let your little brother or sister try doing this if they are under the age of 10. Because if there were, if the dish soap, if they think that the dish soap is gone, but there is still some dish soap left, your cat is not going to be happy. He's going to get sick and his tongue will be burnt. 
and that is not good. So guys, that is part one of the responsibilities of owning a cat before you get one. Like I said, part two will be when you get a cat. But we're going to change it. Part two is going to be how to persuade your parents to get you a cat. And part three will be what to do when you get the cat. And then we'll go from there. I hope you like this episode. If you do like this podcast, make sure to follow it on Spotify so you never miss an episode and follow it wherever you listen to your podcast. You can see us on anchor.fm slash the catastrophe podcast or on Spotify by searching the catastrophe podcast for kids. Our podcast is on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Audio and Breaker and Pocket Casts. I will see you guys in the next episode. And don't forget to check out the new show, Pass Act Time, by my friend, JJ.